0: Welcome to NFL MAO, I'm Aiden. I'm Luke. Yeah, I start off today. So, we haven't seen you guys. Haven't seen you guys ever. Haven't heard from us in a while. Uh, this is the off-season. You know, we had a podcast, you know, a short time ago that we recorded after some tragic events took place, which seemed to be commonplace in this fucking crazy time that we live in. However, we sounded very... Uh, I don't know, down in the dumps, and it just didn't seem right to even put one out. So we decided to can that one. It's now lost to the ethos.
1: There's a few theories out there.
0: Yeah, a couple of those. Much more political than football on that pod, but we felt like at the time that was where the topic was, and that was the conversation that needed to be had. Um, However, today we're going to talk about also some other bad shit, but mainly in the realm of football, and some other stuff as we... Head past this OTA um, mini camp like time period and head into the dead period of the summer. So I think it would be pertinent for us to first talk about the updates on the Deshaun Watson situation with yeah, his lawyer sure. and with the apparent deluge of continued or ac- er, uh, what what would it be uh, lawsuits filed? Yeah, lawsuits Civil that are coming suits. out. Uh, you know. Twenty
1: four now the number has gone up I think when the Browns signed Deshaun it was sitting at 22 but he was cleared from a, a criminal to, but but not from all 22 right from like one of them or like something
0: I guess right? I I don't I know, know that to, I don't know the entire details of that litigation
1: because though. the 22 weren't criminal they're civil so there was a different thing like some of them you know, were
0: criminal and some of them were civil I believe.
1: Copy that. Well, regardless, now it's up to twenty four. Uh, not only that, but um, we mentioned this last week on the episode that didn't go. But uh, you know, some of the women are speaking out, and you know, you have uh, some of the women going on, you know, Brian Gumble on HBO and like talking about these patterns of what Deshaun was doing. Um, In was, horrible,
0: like, vivid detail.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not easy to listen to, but it is necessary. Um, because otherwise it's just swept under the rug. Like they made a really good point uh, yesterday on ESPN where it was like, we need to say what it is. Cause everybody just keeps saying it's misconduct. It's misconduct. Nobody knows what that means. And you know, now you have these ladies being like, no, I mean, he was begging, literally begging for me to give him head. He was like, he was like meeting. Touching out. me with his
0: private parts, uh, dropping the towel, making me uncomfortable, uh, making me feel you, fear for my job.
1: Well, and using the power dynamic uh, in such a way that like you could do it because you didn't felt like feel like you had another choice. And that's that's an issue, too. And so, I mean, it's all bad and maybe maybe uh as it's most pertinent to uh NFL it makes me wonder in regards to those folks like who's investigating it apparently it's like the New York Times put out a a bombshell article a couple of days ago and they they found that Deshaun met up with like what 66 women in the span in of, like,
0: 17 months 17 here let me qu- really quick let me interject and just frame it additionally by saying that like we had entered a time period from all like perceptions that was like waiting for a penalty to be levied we thought like collectively the consensus was that like we were at the end downslope of this situation, waiting for the penalty. And a lot of people were just waiting to get on with it from the Deshaun
1: camp. When a bidding war happens and he gets signed for $240 guaranteed dollars, it sure seems like things are wrapping up. Right.
0: And then you have the HBO uh, Real Sports episode come out. And then Mm -hmm. that subsequently prompted a few women to come forward. And then you have this bombshell article that you just referenced. And when a huge
1: New York Times...
0: Exactly. When that happens, that's going to move the needle in a big way. And this was not only a recap of events; this was like in-depth investigative journalism that found new information and completely outlined all of this shit that we were in the dark about. So we are at a completely new area. I just wanted to frame that on the no, timeline. With, like no, you're right. it has it. We are now about to enter like shit's going to get real.
1: Well, you're you're exactly right, especially because like. Uh... In, in this article, by the Times, they also unearthed stuff like, you know, the Texans may have provided... Well, no, they did. It's not even a may have. They, they did. Saying, they're saying they did provide, like, hotel rooms, massage tables, and NDAs uh, when uh, uh, someone said they were going to, quote-unquote, I don't know, come after Deshaun or whatever because of... I can, I can elaborate people. on that. Yeah, go ahead. So... I I know now that the Texans are going to now have to be called on as a defendant.
0: Defendant in the case. Yeah, the Um, lawyer for the women, Tony Busby, is going to add the Texans as a defendant. So from what I know, and this is giving the Texans a huge benefit of the doubt, um, they have a team reserved uh, room slash workout area, I believe, at the Houstonian, like an upscale uh, hotel. So it's not under Deshaun. It would be like under the team. And they must have, like, I, from what I believe and what I read was, like, they were, like, helping him, like, arrange a a location to get massages, whether or not they knew what he was doing in that those meetings. And then also, he came and complained to a staffer who, about this potential, like, information leak from a masseuse who was angry with him, and that guy gave him an NDA to use, which... So, I mean, are they are they complicit? I believe so. Especially if it's that many women in that short a time. Dude, people knew. A bunch of people knew about this. And it's coming out, and it's a huge fucking deal right now. And then, is was there anything else you wanted to button up on that before we talk about Rusty Harden's comments, his lawyer, Deshaun's? No,
1: well, no, just the fact that um, it, it was... Uh wild you should probably say what they are because it's so wild for those to happen at the top of the week and then for all of this other stuff to happen after he said this shit and it's just some incriminating shit feel free
0: his comments the lawyer's comments yeah i would say so I don't have them um, written down. I just listened to it before the Give episode. The, so, just the yeah, so this is it. not verbatim. <laughs> but essentially, he's on this podcast discussing massages. And he's, he references, I don't know how many men are doing this, but if a man goes and gets a massage and receives a happy ending, that's not illegal. He goes, it's not illegal to receive a happy ending. It's only illegal to pay extra to receive sexual favors or to ask for it. It's and it's also not illegal to behave in an, in a behave or say behave in a way or say something that makes someone uncomfortable. Those were his words uh, summarized. So what that tells me, coupling that with the in-detail disgusting descriptions from the women on HBO, that a hundred percent. He just fucking slip, like a Freudian slip or some shit, which is exactly what Tony Busby said actually on uh, Twitter. But like he's, he's outing Deshaun for what he was doing. So what, what that tells me, and this is my take, and this has not been proven, but this tells me that Deshaun Watson wants to have sex with these women in various ways or have them perform on him in various ways. But he knows the game that he cannot specifically ask, so he's doing all manner of horrendous shit to try to s- jumpstart the process, despite whatever the fuck is happening with the woman, because he does not care, and I he also know, knows it's not illegal.
1: Are, if some of those things are true, he was asking.
0: There, well then, yeah, you're right. I forgot there were. So there you go. So it's, t- I don't know. It's just outing your client for this behavior. You're just saying, well, it's not illegal. It,
1: that's the 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 most fucked take you, you could take publicly as uh Deshaun's defense. In my opinion, it, it, it is so incriminating. It's, it's basically like you said, it's, it's like when, anytime you get to the, well, if I, well, if he did do it, here's why it's not that it's like, Ooh, I, that's not a good part of the argument. You know what I mean? Like that means, okay, all right. Understood. And it's like the, the thing is it just keeps getting like, Everyone just keeps looking worse and the NFL is quiet. We've got like we've got women on all of these avenues giving all this information that um proves without a shadow of a doubt that the Browns lied to the American fucking public in that presser yeah. with Deshaun when they said that they did their due diligence and their research. They did it. They they won a bidding war. I don't I don't believe any of those teams probably did their due diligence because all of these women said these teams did not talk to them. Like you know what I mean. So it, rock on. It, it, they look bad. The NFL looks even worse. Where are they? Like they're still discerning whether or not Deshaun violated the NFL code of conduct. What is it? Like like legitimately, what is that code of con- conduct? Because from my there, perception, well, he's, in,
0: like, Desha- go ahead, sorry.
1: I, I, no, 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 I just mean it's, like, if, if you're representing the NFL, this is bad enough, right? Even, if, and then if it, and then if it's cleared, he's cleared. But, like, the whole league looks like shit because of what it's you're bad. star it's a, it's a terrible look. And, uh, no, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, so go ahead.
0: Well, now I'm starting to forget what I was going to say. I was just going to say, um if we don't know a clear outline of these league rules i don't know like it it sure appears to me that this is predatory serial behavior against women
1: like even even if they don't know anything yet like uh somebody somebody tweeted this and i i think maybe i've mentioned this on the show before but it's like adrian peterson got put on the com- commissioner's executive in like 2 days like it yep. took like it took like 2 days and it's i i don't know like i i don't I don't understand. I mean, look, it—it's it, one terrible thing doesn't equal one terrible thing. Like they're both separate awful entities, of course, but it's still all like I don't understand why he's why he's practicing. I don't understand why he's with the team. I don't. I don't think that's good.
0: Yeah, and on top of that, um. So again, we can't definitively sit here and say he did it, and like no, obviously. And, and-
1: and I'm actually not, but here's what I will say. No,
0: but I, I was just going like, to finish. But I was just going to say, like, we were, we can't definitively say he did it. But what we can say is that the way he has acted about it, like invoking the female members of his family, like who raised him, like his mother and his grandmother and yeah, stuff. Uh, in the, the press, press conference, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. In, invoking the women in okay. his life. And, and, and posting rap lyrics after this shit.
1: That's like, what I wanted to get to. The
0: way that he's done this to me screams that he has a disordered way of thinking and a disordered way of like operating about this stuff. And that is troubling to me because that, he seems to have issues.
1: That is an insane pill to swallow uh, to have. him. And I was also want to touch on that is like, yeah, like in light of that New York Times stuff, He literally posts, like, rap lyrics about rumors and shit to, like, his, like, social story. And then he made his Twitter private. And it's like, I don't know, man, because you look, like, super not remorseful in the presser. And then, like, to do stuff like that looks super not remorseful, which I understand is, like, yo, if you think you did nothing wrong, then that's the move. I guess. Like, I don't know. That's but not looks, what I
0: would do if I absolutely did nothing I'm, wrong and this came out out of nowhere. I fucking for sure would not be doing that.
1: I just don't think he should... I don't think he should even have the opportunity. I don't think he should be in front of a microphone or a camera. Even if he were to get signed on some scummy deal by the Browns uh, at, as the result of a bidding war, which he did. Like, I don't want that presser. And I don't want him at OTAs I don't want him going to the Bahamas with the Browns I don't like why is this man like I don't know why he's associated with NFL things right now with Correct. all these things why is he to not back. removed there are proceedings happening and it's only getting worse so I just don't I don't know why he gets to I just don't know why he gets to be with the team they go and interview Stefanski and the Browns and talk to these people every day, and they're just talking like it's business as usual. It's so weird. Like, I don't know. I guess I, I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, even necessarily suspend him yet, but I think Commissioner's exempt list or something, somewhere where he needs to sit and not be associated with NFL things for a second. Another uh, Until we know point, what happened. he wasn't Until even on the, is,
0: he wasn't even on the list last year. They just didn't play
1: him. Paid, totally Paid. Yeah. This is
0: this is a very disgusting situation. You're absolutely right. He should at least be placed on this list and removed away so you're not getting all of this NFL associated press with him in it as a member sure. of an organization. Um I I personally wonder how his new Browns teammates feel about this. So I'll just say this. Uh, my my not so hot take. I'm I'm officially entering the waters of I, I think I would be happy to see Deshaun Watson not play NFL football anymore. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'd, I'd be okay with him being gone from the league. So, I don't know what else to say. Like, if you don't suspend him for year to year's minimum, then something's wrong. Especially with what you pointed out about a baseball example on the last podcast, which was Lost. Um, Boy, I don't know, man.
1: The baseball, the baseball example on the podcast, I mean, I, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, like, legal proceedings ended, and then he, like, wasn't charged with a crime, and baseball's like, you're out two years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, we're not fucking with it.
0: Nothing's stopping the NFL from doing that.
1: Uh, the NFL is, their, their silence is deafening, and- that's what's like kind of stressing me out uh, so bad about like having our podcast be NFL male I'm like ugh this league looks like shit right now dude and not only that but like I don't know I just wonder um, I just wonder and I said this all the time like what it must feel like to be a Browns fan uh, I I've always liked that organization. I mean it's it's an NFL fucking staple like jim brown like one of the og teams ohio is the like the birth of football like uh I, I i always wanted to root for them and to see them come up over the last few years was really rewarding even as like a non-fan. i felt so good for that franchise to be on their way up and it felt like it was only getting better and yes you had baker drama this year and odell drama and and, and a lot of, like, week-to-week, week, like, in the news, like, bullshit. I would take Odell's dad feuding with my starting quarterback a thousand times to Sunday before I pay somebody with allegations $240 million and
0: Guaranteed.
1: Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just absolutely. There, there are probably, I mean, there are legitimately... People that left that fandom lifelong fans probably are, are done with this team now because of i will tell you 100 percent that not, happened because i'm not gaining them. fans you're not gaining fans from this you may when this like if this gets swept under the rug like you hope and deshaun brings a super bowl everybody will forget but like didn't ben roethlisberger even sit like when ben was going through all these legal proceedings didn't he have to sit too am i crazy i know this is like, i can't remember i mean I, we were in like been middle a school high school but like I don't know. I I just think um, I I think it would be best for um, him to not be associated with the NFL for a little bit, and for them to yeah. to say this is a violation of our code of conduct because that is specifically what they're investigating.
0: And to be clear, away from all team associated facilities and organized in activities, like I nowhere near the team it, he does not need to be associated with the nfl until this gets put to bed sean payton finalized.
1: Sean Payton couldn't have contact with the saints for a whole year because he had a coach that played that paid people to hurt people
0: yeah greg like, williams I, I'm who's just now in the xfl like,
1: well i'm just saying it's like the way they hand out suspensions for things are pretty fucking interesting
0: it is uh It seems that the older I get and the longer I've I've been an uh, NFL fan, the more scummy I see this league is and the harder it is to defend it and the harder it is to speak about it, like you've mentioned with our podcast, because the violence against women that we see uh, go unaddressed in a significant fashion. Um, I don't know, man. It seems every summer there's like so many headlines. And we're about to hit the dead period, so and
1: and and even yeah, it, it's just yeah, and, and I think you make a a wonderful point um, in that, like what this locker room must be like. Um, it's one thing for players to look toward the QB, the leader of the team, and uh, you know have all this stuff unfolding. I wouldn't know how to look at that person, but it's also I wonder how um, how you look to leadership too. That makes me think of uh, what Jack Del Rio said this week. Um, Great comment. Oh,
0: let me me real just quick before we leave the Browns. I do want to say if the things happen the way I think they should with this Deshaun situation, we're looking at a real situation where the Browns built themselves up through fucking draft money balling um, when they were so bad for so long. Finally, got a number one QB who took them to the playoffs, where they beat a division rival in the playoffs. Then, a few years later, they may lose two hundred and forty million dollars guaranteed on the cap and real life money, and like three first round picks for nothing, yeah. and Baker's all gone. the bad press. And you'll Baker is gone. Will
1: be <clears throat> Like you'll, you're
0: right back where you started fifteen years ago.
1: If not, yes, you are, without a doubt, and. Not only that, but like everybody will will hate you for a different reason, other than just being the brown. Exactly, and like, everyone's going to say you
0: you fucking deserve it, you pieces of shit. All right, you know, to and, Jack and, Del Rio. Well,
1: and, but you're right too, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, what kind of sigh of relief are the teams that were in the final round of bidding for? Fucking, yeah, they
0: they should not get all of the fuck uh,
1: this bullshit like like look they wanted it just as bad as the browns so they're not They
0: don't get the benefit of the doubt on the NFLMAO
1: podcast let's just no. say that but in in and the texans must have been like well we really Panthers. dodged that no no the texans must have been like we really dodged that bullet and now they're fucking defendants and like being like it's like this stuff's going to come out shit has shit has hit the fan so a
0: fly yeah. is in the ointment there's a
1: fly in the ointment and i think like realistically the Browns, the smartest thing the Browns could do, and they won't do it, and everybody'll call me an idiot. But the smartest thing they could do would just be cut him, cut him, cut him, I cut him.
0: Agree, I agree, cut and him. then go and then go after the money. I agree, and then Whatever. go after the money.
1: And it's like it's like it's not worth it at this point. And it and in my opinion, in my estimation, it wasn't worth it before, but now it's really not. If you're playing, if you're talking about it, it look. If you made a money decision and a business decision, and this is how you win a Super Bowl, make a money decision and a business decision and cut the fucker. If that's the only thing you can see is green, but I'd like to think that people will, you know, tap into the humanity aspect of it.
0: That'll never happen because no amount of fucking people's lives that are affected or ruined are worth three first round picks to an NFL organization, sadly. Um, let's talk about Jack Del Rio and his fucking stupid comments on the heels of a nationally televised January 6th committee Um, hearings on all of, sorry, yeah, right before. And this is multiple nights, the first of which we saw last night, which was riveting. I think I might have been the only one of us three in the friend group uh, group chat that was watching it live. And I can speak on that a little bit. There was a lot of never before seen footage, but go ahead, Luke. Walk me through the Jack Del Rio situation. Maybe give the audience a framing of who he is.
1: Um, I think if you're if you're listening to this show you know who Jack Del Rio is. I think that's safe <laughs> to assume. Uh you know, former head coach. I mean he coached the Jaguars for a hot well, minute. while, yeah. Uh and then he's also you know, he's the D C for the Washington Commanders now. Um former Viking, uh, Jack Del Rio, fifty five for the Minnesota Vikings. Um I've always been a fan. Fan of the fan of the name. So uh to have to have these comments come out where basically he's saying, I mean, he referred to the insurrection on the Capitol on January 6th, the dust up where people died, including law enforcement. Um, They were trampled to death. And like, you know, uh, there were people injured. It was brutal. It was, it's, it's, um, it's quote, I mean, it's been largely swept under the rug by people who, who think and talk this way. Um, And, Jack Del Rio went out of his way to be like, "Why are we talking about this instead?" And, and and he's talking about the the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement and invoking that and talking about quote unquote rioting and looting that took place that summer. Yo, it was a hot summer and some bad shit happened. Uh, and and I'm not I'm not saying that there's not issues therein, but to to bring up something specifically centered around the black lives matter movement in the wake of george floyd two years ago as a comparison of why aren't we talking more about that than the insurrection of the Capitol that's going to like as you're saying the committees this week it's like it's it's such a weird fucking like association in my opinion and i i think well, it's not
0: that hard to draw those conclusions when you think of things black and white, literally, which is how I mean, some of very Americans literally do. Like, He's like, No, let's talk about these black people that were damaging property. And I hate to cut you off, but well, um, like obviously him being, we know like, that
1: I'm all for peaceful protest, and it's like you? Do he
0: we here? not know that there was looting, damage of property, and rioting literally in the Capitol? Like they were busting out like I urge you to go watch the cut up doc like Full timeline footage of what the committee put forth last night, which had new footage, including aerial view of the whole perimeter being overrun. And it looked like World War Z. Like it looked like thousands of people storming a building while the cops dissipated because there's like 12 of them. And you see like, dude, they were kicking in when like the things that you're trying to equate it to. All you're doing is equating them and saying this is the same thing. Except one of them was the fucking capital trying to st- stage a coup, like literally. So literally, there you go. Like saying, and one was one was for racial, like one like, was for racial social justice because the cops have been. We've we have gone on record on the pod. We don't need to rehash this, but it's just odd that we're about to enter our thirties and we're both. I I would say well thought and educated young young people and it's like this this man jack del rio has all the money in the world all the privilege in the world he's very much older than us and he's so fucking clueless like how
1: do you get that far in life that fucking clueless well, it's like Herschel Walker as a, it, it, it's like, if you played, That's, if you played, dude, Herschel Walker, if you played pro ball, you can be as clueless as you fucking want seemingly because like Herschel Walker is like, like saying the dumbest shit imaginable, uh, as, as he runs for office. And, uh, speaking of former Vikings <clears throat> and yeah, it's uh, bad. <laughs> Jack Del Rio can say whatever dumb shit he wants because he's from that era and he's not going anywhere. Uh, he's not going to get fired for that. Um, I think he's gonna have a lot of people look sideways at him in the locker room. I think I think you're in a a, a league that's more black than white. Uh, so so it's one thing to downplay the insurrection, which is already fucked, uh, to call it a dust up when people died and stuff like that. But to go out of your way to compare it to the black Li- the beginning of the Black Lives Matter movement in the summer of twenty twenty is is a move. And yeah. And. He he reminds me of like, you know, like, you know, like when that, like that meme where it's like every, uh, every 40 year old white guy on Facebook and it's like 30 profile picture in a row with like sunglasses, like looking in a truck, their phone. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, that's like what that mindset reminds me of where it's like, yeah, it's like, and you believe it and it's like, you know what I mean? And I can tell you believe it by the way you're saying it, even though the shit you're saying is it doesn't really make sense. Like even though your arguments, you know you know it's called
0: cognitive dissonance audience uh there is (laughs) there's a difference in reality and your staunchly held viewpoint which causes you uncomfort so you adjust your reality to meet that to get rid of your discomfort like that's literally what it is so
1: well it's just weird uh especially like um like the commanders talk about a shit show i talk so much shit about them um they've earned it it's like they consistently earn it and then to keep bringing stuff on like you're the representative in washington dc like you're an nfl team there and that's the shit you're saying and oh
0: my god i didn't even think about that i that's, wasn't even
1: thinking about
0: that he's in washington dc like washington two days before team. they're doing it like
1: you know what i mean <laughs> wow like,
0: he should like, i do just... you fire someone for saying that i, I didn't no, even know i'm just I, saying I, but like washington know. that's crazy
1: like they got bigger fish to fry over there because they have like i mean it seems like we're ne- they'll never leave the news cycle for horrible shit that transpired between like uh you know like Dan Snyder and the, and, and that team so like that's not going to be That is either. still that's being there. that's still being discussed that's happening so. plus changing your name from from you know what like uh which I'd love to hear Jack Del Rio's thoughts about that uh and and um and then, like, on top of that, you have this shit, a prominent figure and one of the most prominent roles you can have. You know, he's, he's running your whole defense, and he's good at it. Uh, you know what I mean? He's a guy that, like, we're all rooting for you until until you tell me not to. And and I think a guy who has that opinion doesn't care that I'm not a Jack Del Rio fan anymore. I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck, uh, especially based on, um, like, his... Like wooden fucking apology tweet or whatever, which is like, yeah, I wasn't even I meant gonna what mention I said, it. I meant what I said, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry if it bothered you, and I don't like that st- either. But I meant what I said, it's like it basically on to me. Like, I'm that's why I wasn't even gonna mention it. Fuck like, <laughs> it, like it was, it was, uh, it was some good PR that he must have really fought to be like, but make sure I don't really apologize, you know what I mean? So. Uh, he did say I'm sorry in it. I don't I don't I don't buy it, but it's better than it's better than not. It's not a it's not a direct double down. It's a sneaky double down. Um, it's not Damn. the biggest it's not the, the height of their issues in Washington, of course, but
0: Absolutely not. Um, um Do you wanna do you the wanna
1: when starting a quarterback? It's not the height of their issues.
0: Uh, do you want to pivot to some more positive news in the NFL landscape? Finally, is there
1: anything? What's positive? Tom Brady's still Mo- alive. Anything there is, like there is
0: money being thrown around in the form of extensions. So oh, a Rams lot of talk so on the Rams. So and, I'm, and, and I want to get into that. So as we have mentioned before, Aaron Donald, kind of waffling. Will I be back? Will I not? I got my ring. I didn't buy that
1: shit for a second.
0: Exactly. So that's just to get more money. So he got his extension. He's now making quarterback money. Um Cooper Cup just got extended and he got like a $110 million extension, putting him in the mid 20s per season. He both of these guys are deserving. And, and, and I want to get into the Rams situation with the cap, but also the cap c- argument at large, because I've heard some conversation on how teams are able to do stuff like this. And it essentially boils down to this. And I'm not sure how much you know about the cap, but I've learned a little bit in the past few days. So the cap is largely arbitrary and just for like filing purposes and for accounting. However, what it really comes down to is the way that the Rams are able to do this is by paying cash over cap. So what they're doing is they're giving a massive uh, signing bonus. And then they're like prorating shit. They're adding void years. And a lot of times when they when they give these extensions, huge money extensions, it's structured so that the first year's cap hit is minuscule. And then it escalates later. But they're able to keep reworking. They're also <laughs> able to do this, the Rams specifically, because they hit they, they trade their big their big top picks first and second to get these superstar players who they pay a lot of money but they're also hitting on other picks late round picks their old first round pick in the form of donald and cup both homegrown talents so they're able to do this essentially because they're developing their lower draft picks they're hitting on their guys they're not having to trade their guys away Or they're letting some guys walk, but they're not trading guys away that they've guaranteed all this money to, which would cause these cap hits to incur on them. So they're able to keep kicking the can down the road by paying cash and such. They also have an owner who can afford to pay tens or hundreds of million dollars in cash. And you know what I mean? So like my thing is this, should it be allowed or should there be rules put in place to more strictly regulate shit like this because not all team markets and owners can afford to do stuff like this and it gives some owners inherent advantages.
1: I mean... What's the
0: point of a cap if it's not really a real thing? What's the point if you can kick the can down the road for 15 years and never actually be accountable? I was
1: always under the impression that that was why the NFL was different. Uh, than, right. like, the MLB and the NBA and stuff like that. Uh, uh, specifically the MLB, um, because you have as much money as your team has. Like, you have as much money as your owner has. You can buy whatever. So, and that was just... Yankees. Was, you, you know, yeah, exactly. And that's just some yeehaw fucking some capitalist shit. Um, I thought the NFL was a little more uh, even playing field, but I didn't realize you could... You could I should have realized, but I didn't realize you can sneak through with cash stuff. That makes all the sense in the world as soon as you said it. Um, well, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I, I think it's, I personally don't mind. Um, I, I I look at, uh, it, it makes me think that if if a, if a team can do this, it makes me think that maybe I can lock down Jefferson and, and uh, some other people in a few years for a great deal. So can Ziggy I, Wolf afford it? I mean I think Ziggy Wolf's got decent pockets. Uh obviously not these pockets or we'd we'd have a Super Bowl on a team like uh the Rams. But but you know, you're right, they drafted those players. You also gotta just draft Some those of them players. they drafted. Stafford, and they, they can't, and got, get, you can't you can't get, get rid get, of them. You gotta go get Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. So that is also a big like that's a score. Um, and you I'm get Cooper,
0: you get Cooper Cup in the later rounds. They hit really well on their late round picks. I like the and they, way
1: the Rams have drafted. I'm looking, I'm thinking about like the last like 15, 20 years, and I'm like thinking of some of the people they snagged, and even the ones that didn't pan out. I like the move, like like Tavon Austin and shit. Like
0: yeah, he was exciting at West Virginia. Um, I'll say this: you so they they also do a really good job of accruing more late round picks to take more swings. But when you do something like this. You literally can't get rid of these guys. So when the Falcons get rid of Matt Ryan or when the Bears get rid of Khalil Mack and you've reworked the deal to be able to get a couple more guys for one season and then the next year you rework the deal and it's already a huge deal and you're adding all this shit, what you're going to do is when you trade them away, you're going to incur a significant dead cap hit, which is what happened. The Bears are carrying like over $50 million in dead cap, I think the most in the NFL this year. And they're doing that to clean the books and get a fresh start next year. I get that, and I think that's what they should do. The, the Rams are able to do this and keep adding pieces and keep re-signing because they're letting some talent go out the door, like Darius Williams, the corner, and they're not getting rid of these guys that they're committing to long term they're 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 kicking the can down the road but they're never answerable to it you know what i mean so it doesn't i'm just matter
1: because because it doesn't matter it's it's like to them it's like global warming and shit like you know what i mean like yeah like, <laughs> if we score if we score two or three more lombardies it's somebody else's problem because mcveigh is going to be coaching somewhere else and uh you know what I mean like and it's just over I they everybody did what they needed to do they're gonna make all the money in the world as LA Super Bowl champions I think they're a favorite to repeat like yeah they have to be good like this team looks good barring a Stafford injury or like something like who's I mean fuck they could Odell crash McVay's wedding they could go grab Odell again too like I, I if I Odell
0: think, didn't get hurt the Rams blow out the Bengals in the Super Bowl
1: and, and he just like, i'm
0: i'm i'm telling you that right game. now. Game. I'm telling you that game. right
1: now. They it blow them out. It was a bummer. Um when he got hurt, that was such a bummer. And I said
0: this, I said this in the playoffs. The Rams even such even though they hit on their late round picks, it is still a roster dominated by star talent at the top with a huge drop off and a, a bit of depth issues because if Stafford gets hurt, you're canned. If mm-hmm. Donald gets hurt, you're significantly lacking in pass rush. If Ramsey gets hurt, your secondary takes a huge hit. If Cooper Cup gets hurt, who's he throwing to now? Van Jefferson? Because you had to get rid of Robert Woods, too, because you couldn't afford him. So, like, Higby, maybe? Like, the tight end? So, like, I don't know. Um, It's working for them. Fuck those picks is the motto. I'll say this. I just don't think that there should be a mechanism in place where a more rich owner can finesse something in an accounting way to do something like this, and a more poor owner cannot. Because the whole point is the NFL is supposed to have some equality in an equal playing field uh, because – you, The whole point of the draft structure in the cap is so that it will slingshot the bad and the good to try to find a middle ground where all teams are always competitive, all right? Obviously, you can horribly mismanage your team, a la the Browns, um, and have a shitty output for multiple decades in a row, but, like, when are the Rams going to be answerable to all this spending? Ever? Maybe not. Who knows? So what? Like then that makes the cap not real. I th-
1: I think. Um, <clears throat> how I are think
0: the How are the Saints able to do anything? Weren't they like negative sixty? Sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I just mean you know, I I wouldn't when 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 stuff like this starts to happen and people start to notice it when the general people start to notice it like us the layman. Um, the that's when that's when they they tweak it. I I can see. I can see this getting tweaked in the next two to five years. Uh, feels like uh, when they're meeting, they're talking about all sorts of stuff. Um, not not code of conduct, but a lot of other stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah right, 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 right. The, the stuff that actually matters. we got to fix
1: yeah. the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I
0: know, right? We got to make the Pro Bowl fun and watchable. We're trying to make everything a nationally televised event, all right? We got the draft on three days now. We got the schedule release. We're going to have an entire playoff weekend, which schedule I honestly release. thought was cool.
1: Look, there's lots of. Tell me who the NFL. I'm playing. And there's a lot of wonderful people in the NFL. Like, there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful players and great men. And um, I, I don't want to sit here and, and, and make it sound like. Um we're trying to slander everybody there. We're not. Like we're obviously I'm as big of a fan as it gets. I know Aiden is too. And I know that there's a lot of uh a lot of um really good dudes, good coaches, good team or I'm sorry, good teammates, good players, like there's a lot of good there. It's just when you get into the scummy, uh underbelly, uh the outliers, uh the, the Nar The people doing some some not great stuff, the it's a little Star Wars. <laughs> Talking about um, when you get into like, I don't know, people airing their political grievances and people being in civil court and 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 you know, people finding out ways to do accounting stuff so you can be a better team than other people. And that's the not fun part, um, but that's also what happens when we don't have a slate of games to talk about every week. So I, I do look forward to that. And I, I mean, do I look love forward the NFL. To it. I just that's why that's why. I think it bothers me more, like, the older we get when they don't take stances on things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do love this league. I look at this league just like... And And it's
0: not just because we're getting older and maturing. It's that we've been fans longer and it's still not changing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've always been of the mind, like, that's fucked up. You should not let that happen. You should penalize that and nip that in the bud. It's not like, oh, we respect women more now that we're um, almost 30. It's like, no. They're just, we're getting, it's 2022. What the, what the fuck are changing. we doing? It's
1: not just Luke and Aiden. And so I would like the NFL to, 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 to take note of it. And, you know, I don't know. It, it took the whole world and their league speaking out about like BLM and all that stuff. Um, the world had to fundamentally change for the NFL to do that. That's great, but they did. So if they're going to slap that stuff and, and say that NFL is gay and lesbian, we, we love pride. NFL, it like, believes that, like, Black Lives Matter. Does NFL does the NFL uh, care about what women have to say? Does the NFL care about um, how they look in an instance when all this stuff's happening? So I just think that, you know, check all the boxes. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just fucked up. And you're right. Society is constantly undergoing changes, and we are in a period of accountability accountability weird, that should enter the nfl realm
1: as era well of like us history right now we're in a, like we're in like it feels like the fucking 60s or something man like yeah like, everyone's going off, crazy right like, now because so,
0: we're shit's coming to a head and we talked about it all like at in depth in our last podcast, which is now we did. In the we were
1: bummed. I'm in a better mood today, and I think I needed some time away. I think Aiden did too.
0: But it's still um, important to talk about these things a little bit, which is what we've done. Um, I had I had a little exercise that I was trying to go through. Sorry. Was there anything you wanted to say about that to close it before we?
1: Just that um, stuff like this, the NFL, football, professional football is um, is. It's entertainment and and meant to be one of our greatest escapes and so i would I, I like it when it is that thing but it's important for us to talk about the other stuff happening too that's all and important to like make sure we don't just like wave off human issues in uh in in lieu of uh wanting to see really cool highlights. Like I wanna see really
0: cool highlights. Believe me. No one loves NFL or I mean I mean maybe somebody does. Maybe the guy's dressed up. There's probably the like Mr. Bucknut, who's got the whole face paint. Like, you know what I mean? Like he might love football more than me. But we love football quite a bit. I watch football all the time. I I watch highlights on my phone. Marvel and Star Wars to us.
1: Like you know what I mean? Like it is it is on par with uh are key sources of joy and entertainment. So I, I like it to be fun and cheery, but sometimes it ain't.
0: So, as a, as a bit of a transition here, when I w- last night, I was trying to think of some stuff to talk about, and I'm looking through all the different conferences, keeping in mind the offseason acquisitions, and I'm wondering if any team can make the jump from worst to first in the division. It doesn't happen too often. I think there are maybe a few, and I wanted to pick your brain about this. So I'm going to go down from top to bottom, AFC to NFC, and I want you to tell me if you think that this team who finished first in their division can do it Can do it this year uh, finishing. Er, sorry, the team that finished last, if they can finish first. And I'll also tell you who won it. So the first one is AFC East, and this is kind of what spurned me to do this. And that's because I think that the New York Jets, who finished worst in the AFC East last year, have made so many good acquisitions, especially in the draft. I think that this is a team that has done everything they could to prop up Zach Wilson. We've gone on record saying we don't think Zach Wilson is a guy. Um, However, he's in the best position out of all of those quarterbacks from that draft in the first round coming into their second year. The team that won the AFC East last year was the Buffalo Bills. And of course, they have the Patriots and the Dolphins. Do you think the Jets have an even like a remote chance that they could finish first in that division next year?
1: First, I mean, no, no, not first, not first, not personally. That's fine. Man. I, uh, but I, I, there, I could hear an argument for sure because, like, I mean. Who's there? Like you know, Dolphins, Patriots, Bills, and the Dolphins have
0: added everything. The Patriots don't have an OC right now, which is something we should have talked about. Like right, that's where
1: like I could hear the argument.
0: I agree that I don't think they'll win it. However, I think that the Jets, if Wilson is even close to what they hoped, have a legitimate shot of getting into the playoffs as. second in the division potentially I think they could be out the Patriots and I think I'm still not a huge fan of Tua even though he hit Tyreek in stride when the media saw it I think he's got a noodle arm in general
1: I so that this is a thing like if everything goes wrong and doesn't play out for the other teams sure maybe because it's like man if if Tyreek would have gone to to New York to Zach Wilson that's a different story don't get broken. Mm. Wilson's it, got a, a cannon too. You're talking to, it, to a two-a supporter, but that's a that's a different fucking story. And I think that's a a story when money and Miami weather talked to Tyreek. And when you've been living oh tax
0: free, Luke tax you're free
1: in totally. And when you've been living in the Midwest, it's like winning Super Bowls is cool, but I'm not about to go to New York for shitty shitty winters again and and everything else. Like or I guess New Jersey really um me i don't blame him i don't blame him the dolphins is a swaggy organization um however for for my highlight reel i think if i'm tyreek zach wilson is a better one-to-one arm talent as opposed to Tua. like Tua is a different kind of qb i like Tua because i think you'd fit in the kind of offense i like i like an offense that doesn't go deep all the time necessarily if as long as you can move down the field um But that's because I've had to deal with that a lot. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. And also, you know my take, man. I think the Patriots are so fine. I I think that everybody will shut the fuck up. I think they're so fine. But if I'm wrong, I'm very curious on what that means. Like, Do you stick with Belichick if he continues to not make the playoffs a few years in a row? Like, doesn't Belichick to, right? own you that have to, team. Uh, okay, that's the deal then, right? He's the GM. I thought yeah, I thought
0: he owns that entire team. I didn't he's an, think uh, he's Kraft the owner? owned it. No, Kraft owns it. I'm saying he essentially owns the team.
1: Okay, I understand then. I was like, wait a minute, he doesn't own that team. Um, no, but he does though. Like Do you but you don't think there's any world where He's if, the last so, remaining so, football czar, Luke. Yeah. If Belichick misses the playoffs three seasons in a row, like if we if he misses this year and the next year do you he's, stick with him?
0: He's Newt Rockney all American. Uh so I do you stick with not. him? Newt
1: Rockney died in a plane crash.
0: I think you do, based off of everything. However, it depends on how he handles it, and if he's just an absolute fucking prick who's showing no intention of changing anything. Uh I think that could affect it. But like I said, I think I think he essentially owns that team, and I think that the owner will be um, deferential to him to an extent.
1: I think they're fine. I saw him. Uh, I saw Belichick getting down and and snapping to Mac Jones this week. Okay, there and we go. He's like, like, make
0: sure you get in there, Mac. Like, he, Mac's like, no, he, you're my coach.
1: No, no, it was it was shotgun.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, so he Bill didn't looked, get any sack. He didn't.
1: No, no sack. Well, I mean, he may have, but like Bill was. Bill looked good. He looked spry. It was. It was. <laughs> it was nice man it it made me feel good to see the old ball coach get down there um i will say something that played center your ball sack does rest on someone's hand uh it's it's a real like flip up situation but that's just part of the game you don't even notice it
0: next afc north We've got the Cincinnati Bengals who won. Surprisingly, the Baltimore Ravens finished last in what was a very tightly contested division. And honestly, looking through here, this one seems the most feasible that the oh, Ravens let's say, can so finish first. I'm so excited to
1: hear that they finished last because, yeah, I could see the Ravens worse the first thing. As long as Lamar is there. Um he is he in a
0: contract negotiation. I believe he's uh representing himself, if I'm not mistaken. Which I think
1: is, he's I think he's cool to play the play the year without it, but the Ravens want it. Like I, they want and he wasn't there, he, he hasn't been.
0: So um, I'll say this. I do think that the you know, I'm a Bengals Bengals guy. I love the Bengals, and I do think they have a very legitimate shot at winning again, especially with how they gelled down the stretch. They should go to the year.
1: playoffs. I think they should go to the but, playoffs.
0: Of all of the worst of first probabilities, this is by far the highest, in my opinion. Like, Harbaugh has consistently put forth a gritty and, and good team with a good running game. And even though you lose you lose Marquise Brown, you still got Anderson. You've got, uh, what's his head, R- R- Rashad Bateman coming back from injury from Minnesota, who was a first-round rookie. You've got other guys they picked up. I forget who they got at wide receiver, but... I think they could legitimately make noise in that division. Um, yeah, I don't think
1: they're in any danger.
0: So this one's fun. AFC South. The winners were the Titans. Of course, the Colts were in position to potentially do it, and then they fucked off. The Texans, but the last team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by Urban for half the season.
1: Oh boy, that no, sorry, like, no, no, unfortunately, and I am. Um, I think I it's think- Colts. <laughs> yeah i i think it, it they're very well set up to be um i don't i don't see the titans doing all that uh, doing as well um they they should they should feasibly be fine but i don't see them winning i think the Colts should definitely win the division uh based on on the upgrade from wins to matt ryan uh granted as long as he stays healthy you know he's getting kind of old um in terms of quarterback years unless you're tom brady Um, so I, I could, uh, I could be, I could very well be convinced that the Jaguars could to string together like seven or eight wins. I could, I could entertain that. I Uh, mean, dude, they spit heavy on their free agents. And with Doug Peterson there, Trevor Lawrence being the talent he is, and finally having some real leadership and bringing in some other weapons, like you're mentioning in free agency. I think, I think and I remember you saying like some of them were quote-unquote overpaid. I think you're paying for what you think you're going to get and if everything works out it's going to be nice. Like I I think I think Trevor Lawrence just needs a few weapons, some consistency and somebody to protect him and he'll get real comfy and we might see a completely different guy. Um I came out the gate being like I think he's may underperform. Uh and that was not necessarily well, they false. all did. They all did. You know all what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Not necessarily false, um, but I think uh, he had a lot going against him, and I'm 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 looking for a big bounce back. Like I'm, so I'm going to be excited.
0: This team, the Jaguars, in the draft took Trayvon Walker at number one, and then they got Devin Lloyd at number 27 in a trade. That's to pay
1: Kirk a bunch of money, right?
0: Yeah, so I, I'm just saying their defense took a, a took a big step up in talent. They also added a guy I was a huge fan of named Chad Muma from Wyoming. So they got two good linebackers to help solidify that position group, and Trayvon Walker, who's a generational athlete. So they didn't really get any superstar offensive guys, but I think that their team improved significantly. It's just a matter of can that new staff come in and and, and install. Quickly and efficiently, and can Lawrence um, effectively execute in the first year in a new system? However, I think we both agreed that's not going to be a very likely first place flip.
1: I mean, the Jaguars. I mean, you could safely bet that they're not going to win the division any year since their inception and make some money. Like, You're right. I- You're not wrong. I don't know about that. Yeah. All
0: right. Are you ready for the most exciting conference in the NFL? Uh, The AFC Mm -hmm. West. First place, Kansas City Chiefs, followed by the Raiders, the Chargers, Mm -hmm. and then the last place, Denver Broncos, who just got Russ. So, you know what's funny, though? I don't think this is a likely first place flip. However, you can't discount it because Russ is great. They've got a lot of talent on that team. I'm
1: sucking my teeth right now. I'm like, he is.
0: He is.
1: uh, I could look, here's the thing. I think the chiefs are going to win it again, really
0: Brad uh, Pitts, who we still need to get on the pod. It will come soon. I know everyone's been dying to hear him, but the chargers are going to be great. They've just got clear. Okay. They got a lot of guys. We're gonna the Raiders just got Devontae Adams. They just re-signed Hunter Renfro. We forgot to mention a little little tidy increase in pay for him.
1: Look, here's my here's my thought on the division. All of those things you're saying sound fucking tasty. Denver looks looks amazing. There's so much stuff going on in Denver. They've got Wilson. They're getting the, you know, got the new owners happening. I guess these people have reached out to Peyton Manning for a role in the uh in the organization like and stuff like it it, it's things are gonna start coming together there you got john elway and fucking yeah their new mat, their new symbol
0: on the side of that helmet is gonna be the 1990s walmart smiley face that you saw
1: (laughs) dude fucking a they should have sam's club samples uh at their concession (laughs) stand dude i'd be so fucking pumped um tyson chicken tenders for life um no, man, I, I think that th- they're intriguing. I don't see them going fourth to first. I see them making some noise. It's a fucking... They're real pigeonholed in that division a little bit. Um, the Raiders look gross. Like, they look like they are they they can do it, especially with the addition of Devontae Adams. Uh, the way that that team was able to fight through adversity and negative storyline after negative storyline and, and all this other stuff last year is impressive. Um truly impressive um i i think and I, I did you also hear lebron say that he wants to own an nba team in vegas i think that's sweet it'd be cool if lebron had some like ownership on the raiders or like or like fucking ice cube or like somebody who's like a a big uh, you know i don't know something like that. i know cubes a raiders fan um that'd be badass all this is to say that you gotta knock Patrick fucking Mahomes off that pedestal if you think you're taking first place. No fourth to first, third to first, or second to first. You have to knock the Chiefs out of first place. And that's just not something I see being done. I, I just don't see it. Like, that's the team. You lose Tyreek Hill, and guess what? You get fucking. Uh, uh, who they, uh, God damn it. Can who I they ask? just. Get, oh, so they who? They just. They just. Schuster. Thank you. Like, Smith-Schuster, you know I mean, like, they also like got
0: Baldess-Gantling, the, the king of the two saying, names. Like, Let me pose this real quick, though. What if Russell Wilson is as sky-high, mile-high as he was during the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge with Justin Jefferson <sighs> when he's playing in the games? God, what if? Really cool. Do you remember that's great. how That's Oh, like, he was so on?
1: And he is. Russ is awesome. Russ can I cook know, as just, hard I as just he I just wants. wanted to say that i just mean russ can cook as hard as he wants for those broncos and i don't think on their best day they're better than the chiefs i just don't and i don't think that any of those three teams on their best day is better than the chiefs right now or the last five years like these these chiefs are nothing to be fucked with and 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 have a very real chance to to keep knocking at playoff run, deep playoff runs and Super Bowl runs, like I, I don't see that changing anytime soon. If Patrick Mahomes is there and if Andy Reid is there,
0: we shall see. I do think that's going to be a very, very exciting division. And I get, and I'm I sorry, exactly I'm being mean.
1: The Chargers are great. I, I wanted to say that uh, we'll learn a lot about the Chargers because with these additions, it now comes down to killer instinct, and that's something that is the last missing piece of the puzzle where they got to finish and come through if the chargers can finish games like they didn't finish against the vikings i saw that game that was awesome like mm-hmm. they didn't finish at the end <laughs> of the se- like like they didn't finish at the end of the season you know what i mean like then they're just the same old fucking chargers it doesn't matter if they're in la it doesn't matter if they're in san diego they're 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 home they're not in the playoffs so i think if they can't do it with Herbert being as good as he is and as good as all of the talent around them, you talk about, uh, their, their offseason additions as well. It's like, then you just don't got it. So this will be a very telling year and it sucks that they're in a difficult division on top of all that.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Herbert and his cannon arm, I saw, or I was watching a cut up from NFL films of like the longest passes on air like the like furthest passes from a QB on air in the last like 10 years and I kind of fast forwarded to the top five top 10-ish to see I'm like I bet I'm gonna see some Herberts some Pats like three of the top five are a quarterback you would never guess and one we have talked about extensively on the podcast recently who do you think it is
1: is it all time or just the like
0: past few years I think it was
1: Jameis Winston.
0: Baker Mayfield.
1: Oh, shit. Like, three of them were
0: like Baker Mayfield, and only one of them was a Hail Mary. I was like, holy shit. And they were all, like, in the mid-60s range. Where's, like, the tops?
1: Baker is going to get picked up by some team and end up smelling like a white mushroom. He might might be a real psilocybin cap. Let's just say that. That doesn't sound bad.
0: All right, let's push through the NFC. Because this coffee is pushing through me, and that is my yeah. haiku for the day. Haiku. Good. It's not really a haiku. Garth, I'm, right.
1: not, I'm not sure it was. I don't know if that fit the template.
0: It, it, it didn't. All right. NFC East, another very fun wonky division. So the first place finish was the Cowboys, and the last place finish was the Giants. No, I say no, no and you Move even along. shared. You even shared the Daniel Jones jugs joke on Twitter. It was like they finally yeah, found a Daniel so Jones funny. jugs machine. All right, it so it was just
1: piddling out. It was like so funny. It was hitting like the practice. It was like they kept reloading the jugs, and it was just piddling out in front of the fucking receiver. It's like God damn.
0: <laughs> okay, so I don't think that the Giants have any chance to crack first not, place in the division. Not a prayer. However, I think that the Eagles could win this division this year, especially with their acquisitions with Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean and what they showed last year where I thought Sirianni was a tool idiot, but he actually was good. And Man. they made the playoffs, and you, hmm. they got good wide receivers. They just got A.J. Brown. Like, Okay, so good moving point. on. That's
1: a good point. The, you know what? The Eagles, on like during the draft, I was like, oh, they're going for it.
0: They have – one of the biggest and most athletic defensive lines ever. Like Fletcher Cox, Hargraves, and Jordan Davis are massive.
1: I've supported Jalen Hurts on this show. Um, I've I've supported that whole that whole uh, locker room. Like that whole Alabama quarterback's room. I like Tua. I like Jalen Hurts. Uh yeah like, Matt like, Yeah man. like I'm I'm cool with all of them. So I I want to see them all eat. I think that um, the Cowboys are they are locked for one. The Cowboys are locked for one, man. Things are going to have to go that pretty fucking wrong. I think that the Eagles might wrong. win. I think the Eagles are going to make some noise and could split the series with them because I love Devontae Smith. I love the addition of Hollywood Brown. Um, or was it not Hollywood Brown? A.J. Uh, Brown. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown, I'm so sorry. Hollywood um, went to Arizona. It's okay. Yeah, I spaced um, but no, I, I I really I really like that, but no, I think it's Cowboys.
0: Ox call him Oxford Brown. He went Oxford. to uh, Mississippi Ole Miss. So we got... like
1: this. Max Kellerman would always go uh, when he was on the first take. He would be like, he's like, yeah, but he's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to be Hollywood Brown, not not West Covina Brown. Like <laughs> he, he he said that so much. Oh I thought it was God. hysterical. West Covina.
0: This ain't Compton. All right. So <laughs> NFC North near and dear to the heart i'm just gonna go ahead and say no detroit lions overtaking green bay as number one i i think no i think no however i think there may be a dog fight for first because i i'm not seeing it with these packers wide receivers this year we've but then again you really can't consistently bet against aaron um whatever man I don't know fuck Aaron Rodgers it, yeah, it's not gonna be Detroit this year though
1: he's, he's chilling he's like yeah like his quotes now are like yeah I'm gonna retire a Packer and like you know we, good like, whatever it's, man it's like, just shut like, up some conversations needed to be had and I'm very grateful we had those conversations like stuff like that you know what I I'm mean? just
0: like, so glad we don't have to fucking talk about him anymore
1: I would pref- I know me too but on the same. I, I would rather that lame offseason drama of last year as opposed to like the soul-sucking drama of this year Correct. I. I mean, I didn't mean that. You know what I mean? I didn't. Mean I know I'd you didn't mean that. This, I know but... you didn't mean that. I'm just saying. In retrospect, we didn't know how good we had at bitching about Aaron Rodgers every week. Correct.
0: For, so we both think no for that. Uh, so NFC South, you've got Tampa. No, Bay. but I
1: think the Lions are going to be better than the Bears. I think the Bears are going to be fourth in the division. I agree. Wow.
0: Oh my gosh. Why? Why would I think the Bears would beat Detroit? And let me walk you through this. The Bears have, if I'm not mistaken, two first round picks on their roster, maybe three. If I'm just like looking over it, you got Justin Fields and Roquan Smith. Okay, Robert Quinn, but not by the Bears in like 10 years ago. You've got like maybe six to 10 second round picks and then nothing. The Lions have Aiden Hutchinson, Panay Sewell, Jamison Williams. Jared Goff was a number one pick. He's not that great, but you've got him. TJ Hawkinson. Very solid tight end, does fall down every time he catches a pass. It's kind of funny. He's one of those guys that's always leaning on the catch, falling down, and then he has to get up to keep running. Uh you've like I could just name off a lot of like high end talent that this team has accrued uh, accrued the last few years because they've sucked so consistently. And it so seems that's like my they thing. They're ahead coach
1: too. Right. Like, well, which I think was ours the big- like, we weren't sure if that was going to happen last year, and I felt like it did. They were yes. playing hard deep into the season. Grown men playing hard with no wins in deep into the season. Like, I was impressive.
0: Dan Campbell is setting a culture, and though I think Eberflus is attempting to set a culture uh, akin to the Lovie Smith era days, I think that the Lions are further along in their rebuild, and the only reason the Bears were beating them was because we were clinging to the dream that we still had a crack at making the playoffs with our aging roster, which was getting hurt all the time and cost too much. Not going to happen. The Lions have more talent right now. We're in a rebuild, even though they don't want to admit it. And so I agree. I think the Lions will be better than us next year. I think the Lions are going to crack seven
1: wins. Six or seven. I I, I think the Lions have... I believe in them. I'm with you. I, I think that they're a year or two ahead of you guys. Um and I think once you guys get a couple of years down the line, if you can build around Fields, you're in, and you're right, get some younger talent in there, you're in a great spot too. It won't take much because Fields uh just needs to get comfortable and have some say so. Um but no, the Lions are on the way up, the Packers are the Packers, and hey, I've got high hopes for the Vikings, the Vikings have high hopes for the Vikings, the league seems to have high hopes for the Vikings. I will just note that we're in a similar boat and it's a first year coach for us too. We are in a regime change, uh, where everybody's still learning this brand new complicated as fuck offense. Um, that does and, not bode well. And, and rookie coaches in Vikings history. Aren't great. Like it, it it's just, it's not usually a, a great first year. So, this could be the game changer, uh, and I do have high hopes. And our team is ready to rock right fucking now. So here's hoping. I I really like the new staff, um, but we don't know what we don't know. So uh, I think it's safe to assume the Packers right now. But there's a lot to look forward <laughs> Pretty to. Pretty safe, this year. I think. Just um, a fun NFC North year. We don't get that all the time, where like every team's kind of interesting.
0: It's well, there's a lot of turnover and even dan campbell is fresh he's he's still fresh and new even though he's he's been their head coach for a full season um all the head
1: coaches are young as fuck in this division yes everflus is the oldest one probably
0: i think so yeah in his 50s um also important to mention that the bears did lose one of their ota practices due to violating contact rules it was an nflpa thing um Were they hitting so so from what it came out it was basically everyone's just been playing hard to try to show out and you know in football when you're running with no pads and shorts and you're like doing one-on-ones and shit you can get tangled up and fall down sometimes and i think from what happened was a lot of guys were like falling down because they were going full go or tripping on legs and shit and since guys were hitting the ground they were like Viewing that as an infringement on the rule. Nobody was fined, which is typically the case when it's like a coach initiated thing, like the coach is trying to get more physicality out of the team. Um, I'm willing to write it off, um, especially if it means that we're actually inst- instilling a culture that's getting these guys to give full effort all the time.
1: But just in how. The
0: camp. However, kind of looking at this from a bird's eye view of the NFC conference, it really just screams how much of a fucking competitive disadvantage that the conferences are when compared to the AFC this season. Because I'm looking at all of these conferences in the NFC, and it's a big fuck no for all of them to go worst to first, where I felt like in the AFC there was more of a shot. So next we've got NFC South the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in first, and the Carolina Panthers at last. And I say absolutely not. And I also think the Falcons are going to be jack shit too this season. So they're I mean, the, they are yeah. the they got third. Then in
1: the
0: NFC West, it's the last bastion of like an awesome competitive conference in the NFC is the Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, and in the last place, Seahawks. Of course, they're not going to go worst to first after what happened. They're in the biggest no. rebuild of – any NFL team potentially. So I don't know, man. I we've got a lot to talk about. There will probably be a bit of a break at certain points this summer because we're gonna hit a six week dead period. There will be more to talk about on this Deshaun case. Uh we're both hoping that the NFL comes out and fucking say something. Say
1: something. Hey, just Please something. Just say it's something. Like, like I'm I want everything to play out and everything else but i think the nfl should at least be like yo have the
0: courage to speak yeah
1: yeah literally <laughs> that's that's a good way of putting it so you know that's that's that and it, it was nice to to get one in I, I felt better today um it felt good it
0: does feel good i love talking ball Um, Mm -hmm. I've been thinking a lot and I'm like, damn, man, we've been doing this for a while. We've been through Mm -hmm. coming up on, it's coming up on our third season while having a podcast. Um, it's exciting. However, it's always weird because we are going through weird and tumultuous times, much Mm -hmm. different times than when we were younger watching football. And this is a world thing and a football thing because there's been a lot of changes in the sport as well.
1: This is going to be our autobiography. All these podcasts are our autobiographies. So. Yeah.
0: We love you guys. Uh we'll talk soon. I don't know what else to say. Hopefully we'll get Brad on soon. We need to reach out and get that set up.
1: All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. Oh wait. 4
0: 4 NFL meal. I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. All right. All right. Now bye. NFL